All right, welcome back to this episode of Dogging It. Melina, I think we dogged it already. Did you change the title? Yeah, I changed the title, but I got to change my damn ears out because my ear just got blown off with that intro music hey. again, man. That thing no, was- the, it, that music you had, it was really folksy and awesome, and folksy. the ladies loved it. But we were getting hit with copyright strikes every time on YouTube, and you know we make a little money on there when we're not getting hit with copyright strikes, so we had to get rid of it. And we had to go back to music that we knew wouldn't get a copyright strike. So anyway. Thank you. We adjust the volume. That's all I'm saying. All All right. I'll work on it, man. I'll work on it. Okay. But hey, I'm really excited for this. I was thinking I I wanted to make a Facebook post on like my personal profile. Like how cool was my side gig? I'm about to interview Jeremy Jones. You know, it's uh, it's just an honor every time we have him in. He's full of knowledge. Obviously, we're heating up in Moscone season, and I'm really excited about tonight. My my family's over to potluck dinner, and I'm like, can't make it. Sorry. <laughs> Toodles. I'm interviewing Jeremy Jones. <laughs> yeah, no, it's going to be great, and it's uh, it's prime time, man. You know, everything kind of heats up uh, around this time of year. Tons of events. Like, we're right in the middle of it. It seems like back to back to back to back. <clears throat> and, uh, yeah, picks are going to be coming out pretty soon this upcoming week. Um, for the last two spots on both teams, respectively. So, uh, yeah, yeah, it's a good time to have him on. I'm excited. Yeah, let's bring him in, man. Let's let's chit chat with him and see what he's got going on. I have no idea where this gentleman's at because he seems to be all over the world all the time. Jeremy Jones, welcome to the show. Let me know where are you currently, man. Tell me you're in Dallas. Tell me you're in Houston, rather. Back at home. I wish I was in. The- uh, well, I'm I'm in a great place, but uh, Houston for uh, Game Six wouldn't be too bad tomorrow. But yeah. like, I ain't gonna make that. Um, no, I'm in Gainesville, Georgia, at my uh, one of my sister's houses. Uh, well, one of my sister's house. <laughs> it sounded like she had a bunch of houses. No, I got a bunch of sisters, is what it is. And uh, uh, so on the way to Roanoke with uh, my wife, and you might hear him and. I don't know. He was just barking upstairs. Uh, Rocco or little Pomeranians on the road with us. So, um, <laughs> trying to get a little R and R. They're at a concert. George Strait and Willie Nelson or something in Atlanta, which is nice, about an hour man. away. That's yeah, yeah, that, yeah. And uh, my sister wants some tickets, so her her name went. And uh, I'm trying to rest a little bit after a long trip, about three week trip. Well, we see you got the baseball hat on. Obviously, you're an Astros fan. It's in the thick of of uh, playing for uh, the ALCS. Um, tell me, tell me, you watched the game last night because it ended up being pretty wild there throughout the like last half of it. Yeah, it's the first game I've gotten to watch in the playoffs because I've been overseas and um, just didn't work out with any any TV or or me being up at those hours to watch, but. Uh, yeah, it was crazy. Uh, uh, you know, I've thought about it all a bunch of different ways, to be honest with you. Just <laughs> kind of like pool, I guess. But uh, I kind of, kind of feel like that bottom of the eighth, it's hard to believe they they really tried to hit the guy. But but uh, who knows? Um, but, I mean, either way you look at it, uh, Bruce Bochy might have should have known that. If, if Bruce Bochy, the manager for the Rangers, would have ever thought that they were going to hit the guy in the playoffs, he would have warned them. I think and uh, yeah. and said don't make don't blow it up when we only need three outs to win this game. So well, I got to believe it. Let's see how vital every run is. What's what's that? No, I said especially how given how vital every run is. You know, every move becomes much more magnified and pivotal in play. 
Yeah, yeah, absolutely. And, uh, and you know, any ramifications with games left in the series as well for both teams. So, um, yeah, I kind of just thought, think it got out of hand. But, again, I was just happy in the top of the eight that they got a runner on. So I knew it to second base. So I knew Altuve would be coming up in the ninth for sure. And uh, the rest is his, uh, his history. So. More Jeremy, since you've been uh, Team USA captain now for several years, do you ever like put yourself in other sports, kind of like view them in a different role, right? Like think about it for the guy pushing the pawns and moving the pieces rather than the players themselves. Yeah, I mean, uh, I actually played sports, so I get a bit of both of it where I appreciate the actual action in the games. and But most people, I've always said this, when they watch sports, they're more about what should have happened more than how it happened. And, uh, so, you know, I'm, yeah, I'm, I'm, I quarterback it a little bit, Joey, uh, <laughs> for different uh, really the only the ones I really know. I mean, I know about all the sports pretty well cause I played a lot of them, but, uh, baseball and so I know real well. So I kind of, my sister and, uh, and my wife were looking at me crazy when I was yelling at the TV a little bit last night, but you know, uh, there's a lot, of, I mean, you have a lot of your, Sorry, go ahead. I'm sorry. I was just going to say no, you have a ahead, lot at, at your disposal as a baseball manager, right? You can intentionally walk. You can pinch run, pinch hit. You know, there's a lot of moves you can make out there. Maybe not as many as you can as the Moscone Cup captain, right? You pick the lineups and you <laughs> help talk the players through it, but you can't, like, throw out an intentional walk to uh, Albin Ocean when you're going up against them or something, you know? No, no, no. Uh, good thing nothing like that's ever happened in the Moscone. Uh, you know, give them four, <laughs> give them the four sign or whatever. But uh, I think the, <laughs> most impress- the most, yeah. yeah, the most impressive thing about last night that I was thinking about this morning is, is it was the uh, Dusty Baker got not got kicked out. So I don't know if y'all noticed, but they pinch hit those first two hitters in the ninth, and that was uh, that was from the second guy making those calls on the bench, which I thought was pretty strong especially with Pena, Pena coming up, uh, who was last year's uh, MVP in the playoffs, throughout the playoffs. So I thought it was kind of a neat game overall. But the coolest thing about watching other sports and being in any position to help somebody as a captain or a coach or whatever is hearing hearing little sayings that apply across the board, I guess. But you've had to, like, um, take one for the team per se, where you're there, you know, maybe, maybe questioning a certain call by a referee or – you know, questioning uh, not necessarily a move, but just like there were times last year where it got it got heated a few times, and you you kind of seem to be the one to step step up and and um, you know take that role on as a leader. And does that is that more for like showing your guys, hey, I'm in here with you, I'm battling with you, trying to light a fire under their ass? Yeah, I mean, I get. Yeah, I mean, it's not really that conscious at the moment of that. Um, I think it's more like my job description initially is what gets me going, and then uh, it does feel good, you know, that the guys respond to it. And I think that's always been the case, you know, like the the uh, uh, COVID, the the pandemic, uh, Moscone. You know, that was uh, the new arrival, Marcel, and he and I had some things that didn't weren't so good and. You know, it maybe wasn't the right the arrival and, and of Marcel. Maybe, <laughs> yeah, and, you know, he and I. Were, I love the way you phrase that. Yeah, well, he and I have no problems or anything. We, 
we talked about it right afterwards, but emotions can get going. So, um, you know, it's, it's hard to be in that spot and question your guy first. You always got to defend your guy first and then, and then try and go from there. That's just kind of natural reaction. So, well, it's interesting you bring up the COVID pandemic because in that, in that, uh, Moscone cup, you you're playing you got you got five guys on team usa and you got five guys on team europe and one of the guys on team on team europe was one Federgorst. now here we are a few years later tell me walk me through what happened how how did word get to you what was your take on it how how did you receive it they're letting you know Federer's gonna play for team usa what's jeremy jones's response to that um well, I mean, it, it kind of a long time ago, I think it was Fetter and a few other people that just kind of mentioned one day he liked to play Team USA. And um, I think it was towards the end or maybe even those day or two after whenever I was in limbo there between uh, uh, the U.S. Open and Vietnam and uh, about it po- being a possibility. And then it, it just kind of happened. Um you know, with him trying to pursue that when, when he got his uh, permission to be a permanent resident. And, uh, you know, I was, of course, all ears, all, all about it. Um, you know, and then I, I thought about it more and I didn't change my way about being all about it, but I realized there was going to be some, some things uh, that were a little sticky at times or going to be a sticky uh, for a little while. But um, right. I think overall it's a great thing. Great thing for Team USA and a great thing for Federer Gorf. I think a lot of people in the United States are really excited uh, about our chances going into it now because when you look at Shane, Sky, and Federer, one, two, three, uh, you'd put them up against pretty much anybody in the world. Uh, and in past years, it's been Shane and Sky, and then you know other supporting cast, right? But you kind of felt like there was that drop off after one and two, but now one, two, and three, I put up against anybody. Do you kind of feel that way now? Yeah. Um, you know, yeah. I mean, I've always said a solid team with the right mentality. Of course, it's prepared um, and willing to play for each other, which is goes into that mentality and, and uh, can win. And certainly, how can you not feel great about uh, our, our starting three? I mean, we've got Skyler who qualified off points this year, which is, uh, not sitting back and saying, hey, I've been a two-time MVP in America is a little light at the moment in some people's eyes, so I can make the team no matter what. Well, that wasn't the case. And Shane, playing as hard as ever, seems like it takes some kind of crazy match uh, for him to uh, get beat, you know, whether it be kisses on the break or, or maybe his opponent just runs a bunch of racks and outplays him. Um, um, but Shane's in a great place and it's better gorse. What he's shown us is is something incredible at a young age, and he doesn't seem like he's slowing down or wanting to slow down and, and learning or, or winning titles or and uh, certainly playing for Team America. And, you know, when you think about Federer Gorse in this spot, and I don't mean this against anybody else, I'm just giving you a comparison. Um, and you talk about improving the team. Uh, and I'll just pick a name out there. I'm not particularly thinking anybody great. But I'll just pick a, one of their greats. Reception would have been the same for Josh Filler. What do you mean? I'm excited. Federer Gorse has, has that. It's a lot about him as well, not just uh, making 
the team America so much greater. You know, that's my opinion. Though. You know, everybody, I'm not saying people don't like Josh, but, you know, uh, Fetter Gorse has won America over, not just with his playing ability. Yeah. Well, he, Josh can ruffle some feathers. That ain't no secret. That's for sure. <laughs> but he's a he's he can a, pick another one. That, a guy that don't say a word out yeah. of motion. Let's say you know what I'm saying. Like he ah, can pick another. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, I think the point's valid, Jeremy. And yeah, in those, my needle and Josh every now and again. Yeah, there you go. In those there years when Fetter was running around the United States and winning everything, he was doing yeah, it with such class and, respect class and respect that I think you're right. He won over the u.s public and so when this decision came out i think a lot of people were were really behind it and excited about it but the few people that did criticize it were talking about the i think we're getting a little feedback i think the few people that did criticize it were talking about the american players that were out there grinding it out thinking they had a shot because, you know, Shane would have got that number two spot and then they could have made it on points for number three. And now that's kind of completely out the window. And I see their point because Federer all year was on the European points list, right? So they think they got a shot. A lot of them found out when they had traveled across the globe to Vietnam. You know, what's your thoughts on that for those players? I think you hinted at it before, but I just want to get your thoughts. Well, yeah, it stings a little bit. And, uh, you know, just like any initial thought of something, you're going to think of yourself and there's nothing wrong with that. And uh, so you're thinking about your position and whatnot. But, but uh, you know, I talked to Mike Minoza a little bit yesterday and I, I, I'll say the same, that I was super impressed with how the players took it on for the most part. Um, I wouldn't even say anything terrible, some some natural reactions that that, you know, we're honest and uh but i was really impressed the way they got on and played and and almost seemed more more of a team out there than i've seen in a lot of tournaments as the americans and not saying they were all just at every dinner together but there was just around the practice tables i noticed and just some head nods and just you know talking in between matches watching some whether it be a little bit on socials as well um i was super impressed with it and you know I think it's just going to be nothing but but better for those guys. So, I mean, not only that, I mean, I know I'm the captain this year, but I think any player should know that if you're just along and not, not saying along, but looking at five spots, you know, the ranks, you know, so if you're just not playing that great, don't think a captain won't pick way on down the line thinking he's going to win with a better with some other player. You know, and, that, and that's not necessarily me or anybody else, but the, the mentality is to get those three spots. So that's the best way to look at it. How do you sell these players on the idea that, you know, the credibility of the process will still be intact, you know, next year? You know, because they go through this year and they think, okay, I'm, I'm working towards three you kind of have an idea of who those th- of who you know two are going to be, right? And three was still pretty much up in the air, but at the last hour, you know, you you kind of you get that twist in there. Maybe some players who maybe aren't going to be public about it, or maybe they have told you in private or otherwise, but maybe that they're questioning the that credibility, Jeremy, of just chasing those points. How do you sell them on that next year? That hey, it's going to be you know, there's not going to be any. 
any more left turns here? No, I mean, I, I don't think it was, I think it was Fetter Gorse really wanting this. That became open. Um, I think it was something that was going to happen regardless, whether it was this year or another um, with Fetter. Um, you know, as far as, are you saying like maybe another player that's in Fetter's position comes along or, or I'm not sure. Uh, what you're, well, what just you're in asking. general, like, I guess, so let's say last year, right. The Earl pick was kind of, you know, kind of last minute a little bit, you know what I mean? International open and then Fetter kind of at the last Justin hour, was you know, picked a few years ago, Justin Burton was picked a few years ago, last minute. Yeah. I mean, it's there's true. been that yeah. that's what the captain's picks are there for is, is about winning, you know what I mean? So, and Earl, I'll yeah. say it again, Matchroom had, they didn't tell me to pick Earl. They've never, ever, I've never turned in a, a name and they've said anything but okay. So if you turned in Joey Ryan <laughs> on Monday for number four and told him that story about the Super Bears Expo, you're telling me they Joey's going to get that jersey? <laughs> <laughs> but is Joey going to get the jersey? That's all I need to know. Is Joey going to get the jersey? I don't want that smoke. <laughs> yeah, right. I don't want. I love playing pool. I love competing. I don't want that smoke. I don't want the the weight of the United States on my shoulders. Leave it to the big boys, right? <laughs> yeah, um, yeah, and you know, so you know, that's just like what I said a moment ago. I mean, man, I, I was in the same boat. There were a lot of big names. Whenever I was trying to, you know, aim and make the team, really, I was just trying to, and that fell into my lap. But, uh, you know, I don't know. I mean, those were, those, those were kind of rank, those were ranks also uh, involved back in the day. So, and you only, you only got two spots or three spots, depending on what year it was. Um, so it's just, I understand, I understand they're worried about something maybe else happening. I don't know. I don't know what else there really could be a situation. Um, but like, you know, I told a couple of players in, in, uh, in, uh, in Vietnam that came up to me about a conversation and it, I'll be honest about it. It wasn't much of a conversation. They weren't really wanting to listen. They just wanted to vent, which I get it. Um, but I mean, yeah, those up there, I've been wars in the past and, and you know what I mean? This is a very unique situation. Uh, you know what I'm saying? It's not like just, just something out of the blue. So. So, Jeremy, we know that you have the two picks coming up. We know pretty much the timing of those two picks. Um, and obviously, you can't say anything now about those picks. But Who said he can't say nothing now? Well, I, I just want to know, have you – do you <laughs> have in your mind – Emily's long asleep. She ain't, ain't going to get no trouble around here now. In your <laughs> mind, do you, already, do you already have your picks? Do you have a short list? Or are you just still like, man, I'll just wait till the last minute to decide. Like, where are you in the process? Uh, let's say my Monday pick is in. And uh, by Monday, uh, my Wednesday pick will be in as well. How about that? But is it is it in here already? Is it in is it in here and is it in here? <laughs> they're pretty much done. Yeah, they're those two picks are done in my mind. Yeah. So Let's let's talk players, Jeremy. So I'm not gonna ask you what players to pick, but let's oh, just boy. talk about players in general. All right. Let, let's just talk about players in general. All right. I might, I might have to hold on, I'm gonna have to turn off the video here. <laughs> so.
the audio was already cutting out. So, you know, if it, if it goes all the way, it may be good. Time. All right. So, <laughs> pandemic summer, yeah, take that off. <laughs> I know you said there was like 10 players that you were thinking about. I don't know if I bought that it was 10 per se, but I knew that, you know, I, I could kind of wrap my head around, let's say, five ish. So, let's start with Lucas Werner, kid out of the East Coast. Showed up at the U.S. Open, didn't play Hanoi. Give me your thoughts on this kid, how he finished off the season, maybe areas of opportunity for him. Um, yeah, I, I don't want to, you know, put you on the spot too much. No, I mean, Lucas has uh, got a bright future. Um, the only thing I, I thought about with his U.S. Open, I was a little worried. I thought he could maybe have done better, but but I was watching. It was in a lot of action. Uh, there for a while, and I thought maybe he could have separated that a little bit um, and then maybe just gotten a little more ready for that U.S. Open uh, just because the action so much ups and downs. Um, but, of course, he has his own He has his own thing. I've been around Lucas a ton. So, um, you know, some players back in the day used to, used to love that kind of thing. I, like I you. I kind of feel like if you're one of those. <laughs> like huh? you, Jeremy. You're one of the biggest action players ever. Yeah, but whenever I uh, whenever I really made a turn, I really changed to, to training and, and not not action near as much. Not as much nine. It was weird. I'd still dabble with some one pocket here and there, but but I really trained for nine ball and, and I put in a lot of hours playing tournament style uh, nine ball, uh, whether it be practicing or or in a tournament. So. Um, but I, I, that's why I was, I was saying, I didn't know for sure with Lucas. I just was a little worried that I didn't know how he'd play because I watched yeah. a lot of those matches and he did have some ups and downs and different kinds of, you know, sometimes played a little fast, sometimes played a little slower and, uh, you know, but I mean, he's young, he's still learning. So. Is he going to be on, on team USA here pretty soon? Uh, I think so. Yeah. There you go. See, that's that's a fair that's that's, that's an easy question. Easy question. Let's keep on. <laughs> let's let's keep on cruising along. Let's talk about another player, Jeremy. Let's talk about Billy Thorpe, right? Billy showed a lot of promise. He won an event early early on this year. Uh, you, you you had a lot of uh, a lot of high praise uh, for the way that he was playing. Um, maybe maybe like two months ago. Where where are you pegging Billy at right now? Oh, he's playing great. Uh, uh, he's still working. Just got his table redone. He's uh, he's he's playing Wolfston. He's playing the international. I don't know if he's going down to Dallas or I doubt he's. I don't think he's going to Puerto Rico. There's a Puerto Rico event uh, in Puerto Rico too. I think um, that some players are playing yeah. it. Um, but yeah, he's playing well. He's just he's just got to keep keep pushing down that road. You know, just like all of us. Did you witness that match, Jeremy, where he had Raga? I think he was on the hill, <clears throat> had a big lead, and Raga came back to get him. No, I was in the booth. Uh, we were sweating the the ticker the whole time. It was me and uh, maybe Michael McMullen. I think was in the booth, and uh, from what I was told, he got one kind of long shot at the one. Uh, couple safety kind of battle kick battles didn't go his way. Um, and then Raga ran some racks. So I didn't get to see that was actually the furthest table away from, from where I was, excuse me. 
How do you balance when you're there kind of saying, hey, I need, you know, this could be an important match I got to watch or I got to sweat a little bit. I know you got other obligations and responsibilities out there, but, you know, around this time of year where, you know, it, it can be a little bit of scoreboard watching, you know, as much as the sport can be, how do, like, do you kind of have a say in that, Jeremy? Do you kind of, you know, push your weight around a little bit and say, you know, I'd like to watch this match versus maybe, you know, being somewhere else doing commentary? Yeah, I mean, yeah, I can definitely do that with the guys. They'll always switch stuff around with me if I need to. Um, this time it worked out where I, I got to watch some of the guys on the stream. Um, some of them worked out whenever I wasn't working. I could go watch the matches. Um, I think Billy played twice on online. Got to see a couple, couple Shane's matches. Oscar played right in front of me a few times. Um the setup was sometimes we're higher up and we could really see a lot, you know, like just stand up and I can see 15 tables really well. Um, here we were on ground level, so I couldn't see as much, but the practice tables were near me. Got to, you know, visit over there with the guys some and, 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 uh, but yeah, I can, I can make time if, if need be. Jeremy, I didn't get to see uh, play as much as you brought up Oscar's name and I started my campaign for Oscar a few weeks ago because last year I felt like we just really didn't get to see him play all that much. You know, just the way the matches shook out, he really didn't have much table time at all. And I felt like with him traveling now that he was playing better. He's getting to the final 32 in these tournaments and, you know, coming real close uh, I'm curious your thoughts on Oscar and what you saw out there. You said you saw him play a couple times. Yeah, um, I liked what I saw from Oscar. I, I loved his uh, his attitude out there. Was real good. I think he was he get he was fighting more than he wants to give off. You know, Oscar a lot of times he'll he'll act like it's a little bit of a vacation when you know he's really wanting to win bad and. Uh, I think it was a little more even kill on that. And, he, you know, he showed up for the pair. He played pretty well there and then went on uh, to Hanoi. And I think really should have won that last match he was in. He was ahead a few games. And then uh, his opponent was not right in front of me, too. His opponent was, uh, I think, it was a Chinese Taipei player, maybe. Uh, kind of ran off at the end and beat him 11. Who was it? I think it was Bernie from oh, the Philippines, Filipino? the young kid. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. That's who it was, yeah. And uh, he kind of ran off and beat him like 11-7 at the end, I think, 11-6, something like that. Yeah, I was saying a couple of weeks ago when but I yeah, got Oscar. on that that push about him was, you know, with I, I just know how, you know, he's connected with a lot of those players that are already on there, right? And when Federer was chosen, I know him and Federer are close. And I just feel like he's a good personality to have around a team when you're trying to build that unity, that, that group that's going to get together on a core mission. Yeah. Oscar's great. And, uh, he kind of like same kind of thing acts like gives you the veteran that, and you don't even really feel it a lot of times with Oscar. He's a pretty smooth customer. And, um, he, uh, it was really unfortunate last year that he just didn't get a whole lot of looks, um, overall, like you said, Joey, and, I think he had probably had like one shot he'd like to have back, but overall he played pretty solid when he did get time at the table. So um, I want, I'm kind of curious what he what he's thinking next year. I know he's a busy man, but 
Uh, I know he enjoyed, it seemed like he enjoyed the, the playing there at the end a little more maybe than he expected. Let's uh, let, let's shift gears a little bit to a gentleman who was out there in uh, Austria. Tyler Steyer uh, had a strong one that took his open. A lot of guys, he's hot. A lot of guys list, myself included. I think Joey's as well. Um, give me your thoughts on Tyler, what he brings to the team, um, and what positives you can see that will add value to the three you already got locked up. Uh, well, I, I think – you know, the first year Tyler played, it was kind of, um, it was real great or kind of, it wasn't a steady in there. He had a, some really incredible wins. I think one against Niels really got us started 2018. And there were a lot of great shots. And he had another big win in there. Um, but then he had some ones that were down a little bit, you know, and then the, the next year it, it wasn't as good for him. But then, you know, he kind of has matured. And, and last year, it was more of that steady that kind of like we talked with his fundamentals, um, you know, and, and that's what we saw last year, I think. And the good thing about when you have good fundamentals, uh, great, you know, things you're doing really well actually just look like they're you're doing them steady because the fundamentals are so good. But, um, but yeah, he's him, him, Wolford, and, and Billy all had, I thought, really good wins this year. Um, Tyler with the Texas Open, uh, Billy and Shane with some smaller ranking events. Uh, one in Boston, I think it was for Billy, and then the one in California for for Shane. So they all had quality wins, those three, and and uh, was good to see. Um, but I, th- I I think Tyler, you know, I think Tyler stepped his game up a little bit. He's still going through a little growing pains here and there, and and you know maybe not playing the match he wants to play all the time, but. He's heading down the right path, kicking at the ball well, always, always working, working on his break, jumps the ball well, and and uh, pretty smart player. You mentioned uh, Shane Wolford, and coming coming out of the U.S. Open, he had uh, he didn't perform very well, and he actually made some Facebook posts about being in a slump. And I was like, man, I wish he didn't post that. <laughs> you know, it, like it's kind of obvious when you're in a slump. You know, people know you're in a slump. Uh, but I just felt like for him at this point, it's not a time to to announce that you're in a slump. Just go into the next tournament and do well. And to his credit, he did play pretty well out in Vietnam. And so I'm just curious to to hear your well, thoughts about – why am I getting feedback, Mike? Do you know? Are you hearing that? No. Yeah, yeah. I'm not sure. Hmm. Just curious to get your thoughts on Shane Wolford. Uh, well, yeah, I didn't see the post he made. Um, you know, he's young. He's young as well, and you know, kind of like the slump itself. Probably doesn't maybe know why he's in a slump. Maybe doesn't know why he made the post. Just was venting a little bit, and you know, whatever. And and uh, Shane's pretty simple guy overall. I actually room with him there in Vietnam. I always extend to any of the players if they want to place to stay you know they can always stay with me and and he took me up on it but uh uh you know i i don't see that really too much you know i'd I'd bother me more from a veteran kind of guy than it would a youngster to make a post of some sort you know especially with shane he is his history i wouldn't say a negative kind of history overall so you know he's concerned for himself and and uh you know maybe just expressing it 
as your roommate. I, that, that part doesn't bother me at all. As your roommate, was he getting you coffee in bed every morning and coffee in bed, making sure <laughs> no. you were taken care of? No, 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 no. <laughs> no, we were on a little bit different schedules because I was I was up early working and and uh, he was trying to adjust his schedule towards playing and of course jet lag and everything else. So, um, but he yeah he was a great roommate. Uh, we had we had a little fun uh, a couple times you know overall pretty busy. Have we mentioned the two picks that are going to be on Team USA? <laughs> have we mentioned them? Yeah, yeah. Have we have we have we said their names? Yeah, they're coming out Monday. They're coming out Monday and Wednesday. <laughs> <laughs> I like I like the way you pivot and you're on your toes. All right, look, let's talk strategy a little bit. Now you got you you said over the years, you know, all the right things that every coach should say. Right, we got the best five. We're going to go out there and give them hell. You got Federer on the team. It adds a, a very different dynamic. Uh, you know, he could be if you picked any team on our team Asia, team Europe, team USA, he could easily be a number one, right? So you got a new addition. Um, how much more confident are you going into this December, Jeremy? Knowing that you already got your idea of who four and five are going to be, but you know for sure who your top three are. Oh yeah, real confident. Um, you know, as a, as a captain, I've got to call it how I see it more confident than I've been before as far as just looking at our American roster and um Federer Gorse has a big impact on that but so do like I said some other things going on like Skyler he just didn't sit back and he you know he got on it and we talked again tonight and he told me some really good things that that he's uh working on and and um so yeah everything makes me more confident I mean SVB's uh across the world and in the finals and of course, he's always trying, but it's easy to, to take a week off. But that ain't him. He's working out, running every day, and he, he wants a big win. And Moscone's a big part of it. And and Feder, uh, all he's told me is beautiful things about about playing with those guys, uh, Skyler and Shane. So, um, yeah, I'm excited to you, you got the biggest job on earth if Shane wins, you know, seventy five thousand tomorrow because you gonna have to get that boy up and get him back in the pool room. You know, cause Shane may Shane may go and hang out on the boat for a few weeks and say the hell with this. I'm I'm going and, and relaxing. Yeah, that's you know, I like to think I had one of those pretty good minds for knowing how to win, but I don't think the three of us combined could ever touch that guy. That's probably uh, so he likes to win, and especially that's just how they are when they're training and they're and they're working hard to do it. Once they get a taste of it, it ain't no slowing down then. I mean, he might go fishing for a week in Thanksgiving and, you know, go do your thing. But we're back schedule, uh, right after Thanksgiving. Um, what, I ain't too worried about that. What's been, what's been the mindset and feedback it. from <laughs> uh, We all do. Yeah, we're all rooting for him. That's for sure. Uh, and, you know, Sanjay's been playing great, too. So, I mean, good luck to him as well. You know, it's, it's a yeah, great it story. Yeah, it's great to see him back in there quickly, you know, so. Yeah, without a doubt. He had a lot of promise coming into the year. I felt like he just kind of disappeared for me for a better part of the year. A strong end, though, for sure. Uh, you know, back-to-back -back consistent finishes for him. His buddy Alexa making it, you know, pretty strong at the U.S. Open as well. So just an all-around great, great story. I can't wait to see the finals tomorrow. Um, what's been what's been their attitude and mindset, Jeremy? You know, Sky's coming off probably the best 
outside of winning the Derby, the best you know year that he's had, you know, and showing a lot of form. Obviously, we know where Shane's ending up right now. Um, what what have been the thoughts from those two guys going into December? What what are some things that, that they they've told you? Oh, uh, you know, I always ask, you know, especially those two, they've been a mainstay, but, you know, in Federer, including just any opinions they have about anything and, um, you know, whether, you know, a player, of course, they're always going to give their opinions about players and, and I think they should. Um, and then there's always a little more detailed, maybe sometimes about certain things with a player, but uh, they've been great in that regard. And then, and then, you know, all of them are, about us spending time together and, you know, being as well prepared for Ali Pally. Ali Pally is going to be crazy, you know, so it's going to be extra special crazy. And uh, without me saying it, they all recognize that time time spent together is going to be a big key uh, to overcoming that place. So what's the game plan getting the boys together once, you know, once all the picks are announced? Is there any formal plan to – get all the five together under a roof for a couple of days. I know it's a hectic schedule right now, but have you thought about that at all? Yeah. It looks like we're going to um, let them finish their play. They're going to play the international. Um, I believe Shane, he, usually, he likes that Vegas tournament. So I think he may go to Vegas for those events there. I'm not Shane, 100% Shane likes yet. Vegas? Shock. <laughs> 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 yeah, and I Thanksgiving, I don't know, but uh, he gets his turkey out there. But um, so the guys, they all kind of wanted to rest a little bit because it's been a little hectic schedule. So they'll rest into Thanksgiving and then we're all going to get together for uh, four or five days and then and then leave out together to London, trying to trying to arrive to London on the first. Jeremy, so uh, we're going to try and be together a good 10 days. So so. We know three of the players for Team Europe. I'm just curious. We've Mike and I have talked quite a bit about Josh Filler and him not being out in Vietnam. And you know, is that going to have any impact on him being chosen? Do you expect to see Josh Filler on the other uh, team? I do. Um, I haven't talked to. I mean, me and Skylar kind of BS a little bit. Uh, about stuff and uh so you know we talk about everything and uh but i expect him to be there um the next one to me is the harder one uh but you know it could be could be alvin after that showing he just had in hanoi um he the great players always make sure you, you're thinking of them and that's what he did there and and uh and then you got you got Kachi, who, who who is incredible the way he's come back and played in, in a short period of time, and you got Mario He and Max Lechner, and you got uh, you got several names to choose from. But it wouldn't surprise me if if it was Filler and Alvin. That's just my guess. Europe used to always say they could beat us with our B team, C team, D team, E team. You know, I, I I've seen their mood kind of change a little bit over the last couple of weeks, Jeremy. What say you? Yeah, I mean, you know, that's that's why I say, you know, you, you play a certain way in, in one setting, but to say that in the Moscone setting is pretty hardcore, I think. Um, but also, yeah, I mean, I don't, I don't think that's going to be much of 
uh, talk anymore. Well, my eyes, anyways. When the Fetter thing happened, Melina and I were talking, and I said, "Well, he's not a rookie." And Melina reminded me that when he was a rookie, it was the pandemic, and there wasn't fans there or anything like that. <clears throat> what are your thoughts about Fetter performing in front of three thousand screaming, crazy European fans? That are going to want to put him on tilt, by the uh, way. Don't forget that part. Yeah, that's that's probably uh, – he's got. they're going to want to mess with him more than anyone. So, um, And he knows that. We've talked about it. We went to dinner in Vietnam, talked for a good while, and, and he's very prepared for that. And um, Another reason why those veterans, you know, even though he's a youngster, he's a veteran, I think, the way he plays and carries himself veteran – Skyler and Shane both realize that us being a strong unit is going to be important. So, um, you know, I think I think there's some things I can help him with a little bit um, as far as why someone because he struggled a little bit in that pandemic. Uh, Moscone uh, until one match, I think he made made a few nice shots at the end, banked the nine in, and one that uh, was a big ball to bury at a hill hill, I believe, or close to it. Um, but there's certain things that happen at the Moscone emotionally that you just, if you understand and you're a smart guy like Fetter, I think he'll, he'll be okay. Um, you know, he's, he's a smart guy. You're not going to play perfect. And the great thing about Fetter is how well he rebounds. Uh, so along, along with any great player. So, uh, I think he'll be maybe not as good as everyone else mentally at first, but I think he'll be as good as anyone else when, when the thing's over with. We got a lot of uh, comments in the chat. We see all of them. We appreciate all you guys who are hanging out with us and tuning in. Got a pr pretty interesting question, one that we've had a debate on ourselves um, when we've been kind of going back and forth. It's it's 10 to 10, Jeremy. It's the captain's pick. You're on deck. Who are you writing down? Who are you submitting in to play that case game uh, out there in, in Alley Pally? Well, it's good to have a question behind it, right? I mean, uh, that's what we want. We're, we're thinking there's three guys out there to choose from, and who knows, there could be four uh, come that time. But you feel like it's 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 Shane's at the moment um, just because that's say. Um, but uh, there's a lot of factors. Um, that's, that's one thing I got to remind myself of. I can't be settled or satisfied at any moment. I got to make sure I'm going back over things uh, and according to how everything's unfolding with the players and how they're playing at the moment. And, you know, that day four, setting up someone in the order to try and win then could affect who you pick in the captains if it went down that way, if that makes any sense. Right. Uh, that was going to be close to the case, close to the case in 2018 that, you know, we we're probably going to put Shane right back out there. But when we were in the stands and he was playing Kazakas, we looked back and Skyler was still there mid-match and we told him to go hit some balls, you know. So, because at that time, the captain hadn't made the final decision. But when we made the lineup with a little lead, figure put Shane in there late. And if even if he does get beat, we just put him right back out there again, most likely. Kind of like one of course, the bullpen, was, huh? Well, that and that had everything to do. I don't know if you remember. That was 
his breakout Moscone, like every match he just played incredible, Shane did. You know, yeah. I don't know if you remember or not, in 2018, he, he just played. That's when everyone just got, it was the monkey off the back in so many ways, not only a win, Very but the so. way Shane played. Yeah. So, yeah. Do, so do you, all, all that has a factor into to the Hill Hill. Do you feel like, do you feel like uh, him having more faith and those surrounding pieces just kind of takes mu that much more pressure off of Shane, really letting him be like the Shane we know him to be, you know, in other arenas. Yeah, absolutely. I think, I think we saw that last year with it being so competitive. Um, I thought it actually Shane out moment, kind of like feeling good about the team, the way they were fighting. And it seemed like it took a little pressure off him. I know he lost that last match against Jason, but you know, uh, Jason was pretty fortunate in that match. I, I was thinking of a, a funnier way to say it, but I don't think I could say it on here. Really, <laughs> honestly, but Jason, Jason got a lot of roles. Uh, yeah. Know. Something about a goat, you know? So. Um, so, go ahead, Joe. I was just going to say with these last two picks that you pretty much already have locked in. already have locked in. Looking at kind of three factors like team cohesion, who's going to fit in best with the team, or who's got the hot hand right now, or maybe who has the better body of work over the entire year or maybe last couple years. Which of those factors were weighted a little more heavily? Uh well, I mean, you know, you'd like to have someone that was steady the whole time. Um, that's a big one to me because, you know. Which is who? <laughs> I'm pretty steady. You know, so steadily hey, 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 uh, put it together, Jeremy. We saw how you were last time you were, you were on that stage. I'm, yeah, I'm good with it. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, well, I mean, you know, but, I mean, you know, you got to look at um, the, the four or five role. You know, all right, let's just look at the five role. Um, uh, what are you, what's your goal for the five role? And not saying they can't shoot to the moon or anything. They might be MVP. That's the great thing about the Moscone and nine ball. But, um, but I mean, if you're looking at someone for morale, well, I, you know, don't get me wrong. I love morale and it's needed. And, but I got some bad hombres with those first three. You know, and morale to me isn't something that them, them, them three need. Don't get me wrong. It don't hurt. It don't hurt, but it isn't like top of the charts, you know. So um, I like those three being around people that are prepared. And I think people that are prepared are the ones that are going to motivate Shane and Fetter and Skyler even more. Even more. So, um, you know, that's a big factor to me, playing playing well of late. Um being able to use your brain, I think, is pretty huge out there. It ain't got to be Einstein. You ain't got to be the top three guys with the brain, but being able to use the brain is important. And uh, and that's why I think, like I said about Fetter, he may start off a little more nervous or out of source than all the others, but I think he'll be as good as any of them by, by day four. So, um, But those little things like that, the whole season, heck yeah, you want to be able to look at the whole season, but as great of things as nine balls going on with matchroom and all that, we're still not quite there as far as being able to tr trend a whole season together. You know, we're having a lot of great tournaments, but they're still a little split up at times and, and whatnot. But, and, and all that's coming around for the future. But, um, 
but yeah, I mean, those, those kind of things play good doubles. To to me, I was thinking like Albin Ocean. I was thinking like Albin Ocean because we weren't really talking about him a month ago. Not really talking about him a month ago. But now he's getting hot. And so now everybody's talking about him. Yeah, but you're, those are little apples and oranges, though. I mean, he's a he's in the four or five slot this year, but he isn't a four or five slot guy, right? I mean, overall, I'm not yeah. I'm not saying that you know, in in his history, he's a pillar of a team. He's in the, yeah, yeah, that makes sense. Yeah, I mean, you know, Phil Filler's a four or five spot guy. <laughs> Maybe so. You ain't putting him probably four or five spot. If you're no, saying Filler's a four or five spot guy, you might be in trouble, Jeremy. You know? <laughs> well, no, I'm saying he's not. You know what I mean? Uh, no, yeah, yeah. I, get, I get what you're saying. No, but you're right, though. You're absolutely right. And that's what's – listen, that's part of the beauty of it because you can argue on either side. Like Joe says when you bring up Albin, right? David was in a, an okay spot, you know, in the first six months. Not a great spot. You know, goes goes on a heater, wins one regional mashroom event, and then one major event. Boom. He's a, he's a second automatic pick, you know, yeah. along with having consistency at the end. You know, so it just shows, hey, listen, if you're in form and if you're playing good, you're going to get the opportunities. And those events, you know, those I think probably, you know, a captain, if they had the choice, would rather see a guy come with a big win that's got some credibility already late. And especially the way these tournaments are, because the 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 atmosphere in the finals, it ain't a Moscone yet, but it's a. Uh, it's getting where you can tell the players are wanting, the nerves are high, and the stress is high, and everything else. So, I think that's better than maybe just somebody that's been real steady getting a check all year, but really hasn't gotten in that final four very often or, or final eight. So, we talked about the fans kind of getting on Federer a little bit potentially. Well, likely. <laughs> uh, what about Jason Shaw trying to get in Federer's head? We've already seen it from the day that he chose the U.S. and and made the U.S. team, what advice do you have for Federer to kind of keep Jason out of there or, you know, keep him at bay? Every year he picks on somebody. Two years ago it was Shane. Last year it was Earl. This year he's locked in on Federer. And we he's kind of a master at this. And so what are you telling Federer about Jason and, sure and Jason you know, how to deal with that? Uh well, Fetter's already kind of told me, to be honest with you. He said he's good, and uh, that's exactly what he wants. Uh, I hope it's the fan's choice. I hope more than anything it's the fan's choice, not against some other guys. But he wants to go toe-to-toe with Jason and and, uh, and really any any other player. So um, I don't think I really have to tell him too, too much, just other than, you know, it's going to be crazy and, and uh, stay in the moment. So... That's what that guy does anyways. And, and, you know, he wants a lot, you can tell. But, man, I hate to be a, have a target from on my head from Fetter Gorse. And I think I think Jason Shaw does a little bit right, right at the moment anyway. Well, that's fair. But you can also argue that that arena has been Jason's and Josh's for the last few years. You know, they seem to thrive under those conditions like not many humans on earth can do. You know, and I feel like that's where if you're going to have any kind of question marks with Federer, that's where you'll have it at, you know, up up until you have results. Right. Um, and we all know what he's capable of. But Jason just seems to get there around this time of year. Hanoi was just, you know, one example of we saw the international last year, you know, and we know when that crowd's the loudest. 
it, it's it's amped up, man. It's super amped up. Yeah, it's amped up, but I still don't. I just, I mean, don't get me wrong. Um, those are great players, and who knows with nine ball? But I, I think given the chance, um, I I think he he beats them way more often, even in that setting. I just at the moment, I I feel like Fetter's in better form than those guys. I know Jason just won the term. Don't get me oh, wrong. Oh yeah. Yeah. But day in day, yeah, out, I don't think anybody would argue I, that. Yeah, I think I think Fetter's in better form, and um, of course the Moscone's going to have to he uh, he's going to have to deal with that. But he's not going to be there alone. You know, he's going to have a heck of a group of guys behind him, and plenty of American fans uh, both there in attendance and around the world. So, um, and a lot of other fans <laughs> to boot. <laughs> so, you know. Fetter just got a lot more American fans, but the Team USA just got a lot more fans, period, by Fetter Gorse coming on there as well. So. What do you make of the way that match ended with him and Jason? Where Jason kind of got up and ah, when Fetter you know, made a mistake and then Fetter conceded. Thoughts on that? Yeah, I mean, you know, we talked about it a little bit and he just he just said if somebody, uh, you know, kind of does that, I, I'm going to concede every time. So... You know, maybe that? maybe that won't happen every time. Who knows? But you know, he was he wasn't too happy at the moment about it, and um, probably just wanted to not be there after seeing that. To be fair, you got that that shot clock was a bit of an issue there in Hanoi. We've seen it a couple of times become an issue. You know, them being five, you know, or ten, and kind of maybe got in his head a little bit, known to have you know, maybe some issues with pace here or there. Um, how important is it, number one, for them to have their normal beeps, you know? And number two, is playing to the shot clock something you're going to be even more focused on when it comes with with Federer um, leading into the cup? Um, no, I mean, he seemed to handle it in other areas. Uh, when there were the beeps there, um, when there was the graphic and all that, it was just unfortunate there in Vietnam that, uh, we had some technical issues and they couldn't have it. Um, they continually tried to work on it to get it, but it just didn't work out. Um, let me make sure my, my let me change places real quick, y'all. I didn't realize battery's my battery battery's 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 was a Battery's low. running low. Yeah. yeah. Battery's running low. All right, just give me one second. <laughs> Sorry about that. Yeah, yeah. I hear no, footsteps upstairs, so I think someone has arrived. But parents, <laughs> uh, but I think he'll be fine with that. I think it was kind of a funny deal, um, kind of learning on the fly with the ten and the five. Uh, we even discussed some things. Maybe if we have to go with the manual again, maybe we do it a little different uh, as far as the shot clock. But we'll see on that. Um, I think that I don't think the seven ball got him, even though he missed it. I think he even said that he it didn't get him. But the first game, that long three ball, I think it was, was the one that I was a little concerned about, even though it was early. And I think it maybe just kind of set a little mood for the match. That um, was a little different. <laughs> oh shit! How was the concert? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Oh lord! It's perfect timing. It's perfect oh, timing. <laughs> you got a ton of uh you've always had great teams and even you know with the five guys you had out there last year you guys were in a position to win it you know genuinely you know which 
I, I, I didn't think on that last day you guys were going to have a chance like that. Um, I feel like one big shot away. You add a piece like Federer. Where, where, where are your expectations at this year, Jeremy? Is it just win or bust? Like there's no moral victories or you know, what's what's in your head right now? No, it's win. I mean, that's all it's always been for me. I think I think I got to maybe remind myself of, of, of again, paying attention whether things uh, are going well. It's easy to pay attention if they're if they're not. Um, and what I mean is just real attention to certain things, which I think I made a mistake last year in, a, in one of the one of the rounds. But um, that and what do you mean, Jeremy? Well, kind of like, you know, it, 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 even if like last year we were doing well and I still, you know, just because you have a set plan for the lineups a certain way from day one. And then, of course, you change them. You know, we did some of that. But, I mean, I, I could have looked a little deeper into things, I think, um, just saying, hey, things are going how we, I wanted, kind of, even though we could have won an extra match here and there. You know, they're going pretty well. And I think you just got to go a little deeper than that overall, um, especially when you're doing well because it's easy to overlook a few things. It's almost like, hey, we're winning, but that's not the mentality to have. The, the mentality is to keep improving every day. And uh, – and then, and then, of course, the, the overall goal is to, is to win. I mean, that's just that's that's what my job description is: to try and get the W. So, what's your prediction, Jeremy? Give me some bulletin board material. <laughs> bulletin board, probably. Uh, yeah. Winning in three days. Like twenty eighteen, probably. There 11. you go. Winning in three days. I like her. <laughs> uh, <laughs> uh, eleven seven. Eleven seven. I think <sighs> so. Maybe eleven. Eleven seven. Let's say USA. Yeah. I like it. Oh, yeah. I like it. It's kind of feel like SPB gonna, probably be a MVP. What and then and then what is he going to ride off into the sunset? <laughs> no, I think it's it's a it's it's a it's a great time. And, and a lot more optimism, it seems like, for the American fans and genuine because, you know, Federer, I, I, I believe this, the team was in a great spot last year. You know, adding Federer is just a massive, massive piece that was completely unexpected. Um, I, don't, I think that it puts a lot of these Europeans where they've been a little more comfortable over the years and makes them that much more uncomfortable. Put some heat on because them. Because a, yeah. a, a, a lot of them will say how much they respect Sky. They all know how great Shane is and respect Shane, but they got a lot of respect for 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 Sky. They know how bad of an ombre, like Jeremy said, that Federer is, and I feel like with a couple of key pieces that are going to surround those guys, um, it's going to make for a great December. So on that note, let's get the picks, Jeremy. <laughs> yeah, Breaking these, these news. ladies were drinking. I was, I wasn't drinking. No. There you go. Okay, let me ask you this: Do the players okay. know yet? And uh, no, no, the players do when not do you, know. You. So the Monday pick, when do you plan on telling the Monday pick? <laughs> this is, That'll be a private conversation, Mike. <laughs> or did your mom call you Michael? <laughs> yeah, she did. She did, yeah. Okay. And, I, and I knew when she did, I knew when she did, uh, my ass was usually in trouble. Actually, when it was Michael Anthony, I knew I done messed up. You know, when she said the middle <laughs> okay, name, yeah. that was a wrap. Yeah. It was a wrap, so um, – no, that's great, man. It's uh, Joe. You got anything else, buddy? No, man. I'm excited, Jeremy. I'm excited to see your picks. 
I think that uh, there's a few different ways you could go with it. But with the three that you have right now, you know, we got a great chance. We got a great shot this year. We were pulling hard for you last year. Melina and I were there, and we were right there. I mean, it just felt like a ball, a roll or two here or there, we were going to win it. And now with Fetter, it's like a huge lift in the sails where a couple more pieces and we got this thing. So best of luck to you, man. Best of luck with your picks. Um, let's do it. Let's bring it home. Yeah, thank hey, you, guys. Jeremy, me and Joey, me and uh, Joey are going to hang out for a few more minutes. We appreciate you for uh, – We're going to talk trash about you, Jeremy. We're going to we're going to gossip about you. It's all good. <laughs> like like we always do. All right. So, yeah, hey, but uh, we want to have go you on Astros. again. Yeah, there you go. <laughs> go Astros. Hey, we want to have you on again, uh, maybe in a few more weeks, and and uh, uh, we'll we'll talk some more shop, huh? Yeah, sounds good. Thanks again. Appreciate it, man. Jeremy right, Jones, everybody. All right, <clears throat> man. Well, he Jones wouldn't give us. Good, huh? He wouldn't give us anything, man. We wanted that picks. We wanted the picks. I guess he would have gotten in trouble so with Metro. How, how, you I'm asked trying, him like three man. times, Mike. What's wrong with you? At least, at least, at least. No, but I thought he handled it. You know everything. Look, we don't. To be fair, Joey and I don't know the picks. We we've tried. We've tried through. Who do you think yeah, we Mike, tried? If you had to guess, I know who I want. And I know who I think. That's you know. Well, so come on. I what I want it to be is Oscar and Tyler. What I think it'll be will be. Wolford and Tyler. That's I, I, I think, think the and exact I, same feel, thing. Yeah. And, and, and I feel like that decision of the five is, is between, um, Wolford and, and, um, Wolford and Oscar. And it's no disrespect to anyone else. No disrespect to BJ or Lucas or Billy or any of these guys. Uh, form for me right now just is weighted a lot more. And I feel like what you've, what we've given, um, credit to over the, let's say the last two years. What happened there? I'm doing it. I'm doing it. Chill out. Go ahead. Oh. What we've given credit to over the last, you know, two years has been um, um, like you start off playing a certain way and then it's all about how you end, right? We talked about Albin. We talked about David, um, you know, Wolford last year started off really good. I felt like six months in the year, it was a lock then kind of left the door open for a player like Earl to come in this year, very steady player, right. But kind of disappeared over the last few months, you know, but he had enough points where he could kind of relax a little bit. And listen, I'm not going to argue anyone want like making sound financial decisions for their best interest. Right. So if you're going to mm-hmm. tell me that, you know, Hey, listen, my tournament schedule just didn't match the money or whatever. I get that, you know, hundred yeah. percent respect that. Um, but Oscar's been playing good. Oscar's been playing really yeah. good lately. I've seen. I'm exactly where you are. I'm exactly where you are. <laughs> where I feel like I would like to see. I and and guys, I put the chat up. I want to hear who you guys like uh, for those last two picks. I like I like Tyler for four and Oscar for five, but I kind of feel like it's going to be Tyler and Shane Wolford, and potentially, if not Shane Wolford, maybe Billy. Uh, it seems like Jeremy's pretty high on Billy, but uh, yeah, everybody's putting Bergman in there. Sure, we'd love to see Bergman, but I don't think do that's happening. Do you feel like – so I haven't looked at the money list, but I'm guessing that Wolford would have ended up third. I think right? so. Which, which would have made him an automatic. Do you feel yes. like 
Jeremy owes him that spot, given that the way you know that the way that the year was positioned. Well, I mean, no, because look at last year. Jeremy picks Earl. He could have taken Shane last year, and Shane had you know traveled and played in all the events, and he takes Earl last minute. So I don't think that really factors in as much. Although I am intrigued with the fact that they roomed together in Vietnam. So it's always good to get chummy with the boss, right? So you have those, those, uh, extra conversations, you know, when you guys are back at the room at night and, you know, Hey, you know, I just see some possibilities there. So I think, uh, I think Wolford is in pretty good shape right now, but, um, and in terms of his play, he played pretty good out there in Asia compared to how he did at the U S open. So that's why I asked Jeremy that question. Are you going for like team cohesion? Are you going for full body of work? Are you going for who's hot right now? And you know, he, he made points about each one. Um, and we couldn't really, I think he's playing it close to the vest. So we can't really figure out exactly. Course, who he's look at who about. he's talking to. Look at who he's talking to over here. Yeah. I mean, not yeah, you. You're, you're, you're the biggest mouth in pool. I know. <laughs> well, you know, I'm just saying, but you know, it's, Here's the deal. Like the dates are massive, right? Because we saw the dates, the picks were supposed to be in by a certain time last year. They asked for an extension to go yeah. past, uh, to announce them after the international. Earl gets in, right? When I found out that the picks were going to be on Monday and Wednesday, week, which yeah. for those of you guys who don't know, pick number There's no four more pool to be played. Yeah. Pool number four is going to be on Monday. Uh, pick, pick number four is going to be on Monday. Pick number five is going to be on Wednesday. So, with that said, like, had that not been the case, I would have said, hey, you know what? Wolfstein's going to be that much more weighted, right? Because now you go out there, let's say you're in a, in a semifinals, right? If you're a Billy, right? Or if you're, hell, even a BJ, you know, snaps that whole event off when you got Chang and Yap and whoever, right? Oscar, whoever, right? If the picks didn't have – if five didn't have to be in by Wednesday, then I would say – well, now you play Wolfstein, and now yeah. all eyes are going to be on that event. And Wolfstein is Shane's room, you know. Yeah. So, I mean, it's kind of setting up for the announcement come Wednesday that, hey, yeah, I've picked Shane Wolford, big celebration at his own room, and you know all that stuff. I could see that happening, um, but we'll see how it shakes out. Uh, I'm still rooting for Oscar to get in there. I think, you know, like Jeremy said, Oscar brings a certain maturity. Uh, certain stability to the team if he could make it on there and he's playing well. And, and if you're talking about what U S players can take the heat, like in a gambling match, you know, Oscar's going to beat all these people that we're talking about who are in contention for that last spot, in my opinion, oh. and he'll play them all. Oh, right? oh, you mean any of those guys we mentioned? Yeah. Yeah. You're probably I, right. Oscar will gamble with, any American not in that one, two, three hole for the most part, right? That's true. Yeah. yeah. So, yeah. I mean, he's got confidence confidence, confidence in his game. He knows what he can do. And I kind of feel like he belongs in the top five. Yeah. I mean, the it's, it's so many factors that you got to have to weigh in, you know. But whatever decision that you make, you know, you got to be – confident in it because if if five is the liability right then and now you got Federer on that team there's gonna be a lot more expectations 
Yeah. You know, I'm not saying that you're not on Europe's level where you're talking about winning in style, right? Because we talked about with Laley last year leading into the event, right? Like, do you want to win convincingly? You know, but you got to win. Yeah. Right? You got to win. And and so uh, that five has to be um, has to be a pivotal piece in that. I don't think there's any way Tyler gets left off that team. I just can't. I, so, I, I can't for the life of me imagine. So there's all these comments about Bergman. Uh, my buddy Shane Jackson's talking about <laughs> COVID mask and scoop up Bergman. Uh, but Gary Gullett makes a good point. He's like, enough with the Bergman stuff. He hasn't even played in the pro event. If you could have Bergman right now, Melina, as pick five for Team USA, would you take him knowing that he hasn't been out playing? Oof. That's tough, right? I mean, question. even good obviously question. if he's playing, if he's out there in, in stroke and in form, you're taking him in, in your five. And if he's playing, there's not a not doubt a in my doubt, mind I'm taking. Right, but not a doubt in my mind. But if it's like kind of like at the midnight hour, Bergman's interested in Jeremy picks Bergman. I know it's a super long shot, probably won't happen. But if that happened, how confident are you that he's going to step up and play the way we know he can play when he hasn't been really in the grease? Yeah, I mean, competition form is is a very accurate thing you know you can be the best player you know when you're practicing you can be the best player when you're beating up on Carl Baum you can be the best player you know doing a lot of things right but um playing against world-class competition under those lights under that camera in that crowd in that environment it's different it seems like the pool it seems like the pool environment is only getting better you know at least from what we've seen out there in Asia um yeah I mean if he were to call, let's say today, and say, "Hey, I want to play," hey, go out there and play next year, and, and we'll be glad to give you a look. Everybody's you know, saying like he's that. playing. He's playing like a, <clears throat> you know, a money match on a bar box, or you know, spotting this guy ball. Well, not, but not, the same. not every listen. Not number one. I don't believe everything I read on the internet. That's that's number <laughs> one. So, um, but like, don't I'm believe not what you see on not, windows open. I, I, I'm not. I'm not saying that the guy's not hitting balls. There's just a difference in hitting balls, you know? Yeah, that's um, what I'm saying. I remember whenever, yeah, I remember whenever we had, I think it was when Scott plays Tony a couple of years ago and Scott was like, well, I've been playing and Scott hadn't been playing in a while. Right. Scott plays Tony, Tony in beats Florida. Him. I remember um, that. Yeah. Yeah. In Florida. Yeah. But Scott was saying, you know, I was, I was beaten. I was playing all these local guys for the last few months, you know, getting ready for it. And I'm like, well, it's different. Yeah. You know, and, I, and any player will will say the same thing. You know, going out there and competing on on a on that stage is is going to be different. So yeah, like Scott was um, spotting guys ridiculous spots. You know, like I don't know fourteen three or something, but they're not going to fire the shots back at him that Tony's going to fire, and so it's hard to compare. So and look, while Nick's while Nick is in the chat, hitting me up for for dinner. By the way, Nick, I need some more salsa. My girl's done ran, ran through oh, yeah, it. Yeah, so that was good. Send me salsa. some more of that lion salsa. It's very good. <laughs> that is good. Yeah, check it out. I'll check out windows open. I'll be posting about it that. It was spicy boy. though, Mike. Uh, I couldn't really handle it. Spicy uh, for a white guy. <laughs> spicy, spicy for a white guy. What's what's spicy for you, Joe? You look like you can't even handle. Look a, how red a, my a face is. Cheeto. I have some of Nick's Cheeto, salsa. It know? gets even redder, man. It's crazy. Yeah, yeah. No. <laughs> hey, um, by the way. Uh, the pulling around show on YouTube. I just want to shout them out. 
We've been meaning to add their logo here. They're now sponsoring the show. And no, I thought I got yeah, it. Yeah, you dogged it. it you other... totally dogged it. They were in here. They're like, where's our logo? Oh, hold on. Because you know why? I've been so we've, – we've had this new – um we've had this new design we've been using see there it is we've been using the shared screen one and there's a logo right oh, there okay. in the upper left you'll see the pulling around show okay. but we haven't been using these other looks and i need to update the other the other ones yeah as but well, check so. these guys out on uh on youtube they interviewed uh some donkey oh no frank he for sure he for sure can't eat takis my girls though my girls can eat some takis including my listen the the my madeline can eat the one on the show she can eat more hot food than you can, Joe. I guarantee you. That little girl, that little girl does not mess around. No, listen, it's a great time of of year. And you know, while some guys are gonna be celebrating, others are gonna be really disappointed. And that's just the nature of competition, the nature of the beast. Um, but the Moscone Cup is always just an exciting time for pool. And it seems like it's only getting bigger and better. There's more money added to the players. The hype is getting better. If the Efren Reyes, if the Reyes Cup comes in. It's going to get just that much bigger and better. The future's looking really good. What do you got? No, buddy? no, no. So you you have – you believe the picks are going to be Tyler and Shane Wolford, and so do I. Are the European picks coming out the same days? Yes. Okay. Yeah. Who do you – So four, four, four will be announced. Four for both teams will be announced on Monday. Four, five for both teams okay. will be announced. Who do you have for four and five for Team Europe? And, guys, let me know in the uh, chat if you like Okay. I I in I don't know. I, <laughs> Come I don't on, know. bro. So, okay. Can I don't know me. It should be it should be filler and Kachi. Okay. That's who I think it should be. Who I think it's gonna be is filler and Albin. And up until the up until you know Hanoi. I don't think Albin had a long shot in hell, but there's a caveat, right? Because where I thought that filler was not nearly on the table, like everyone else in planet earth thinks. Yeah. Why is he back on the table for you? I got a lot of friends, Joe. Oh, I got a lot of friends. So, um, I can't, I can't, I can't say a whole lot, but the filler not being in the, in the conversation, I feel like, um, um, that, I feel like it's been a little bit more put to rest where he's on the table, you know? So, and if he's on the table, like Jeremy said, it's a no brainer, right? We know Josh's pedigree. We know his resume. We know his experience. We know how clutch that dude is. We know how just imposing he can be, how intimidating he can be. We know everything about Josh, right? So if he's on the table, he's a no brainer. If he's not on the table, then, you know, maybe, Probably Kachi and Albin, which I guess will be my plan C. But I don't. I think, I think that. Um, so you're going Josh Albin, Josh, right? And look, just because I I see a lot of the chat. It's the same right? team from last year. Matt, literally the same team. Matchroom, Matchroom picks this <laughs> and Matchroom picks that. Look, let me tell you something. If Josh is on the team, you can squash any effing thoughts on Matchroom making the picks, because I'm sure they would want nothing more than to be like, hey, WPA. You know, here you go, and and you can keep Josh. You know, so um, but with Josh, if Josh is on that team, then you'll know that you know that's a Ralph Eckert pick. All right, you know, so here's Ralph's the German, Ralph's the German national coach. Do you, yeah. do you want to hear my four and five? I think I know who you're going to say. Sanjin and Alexa. No, I'm just kidding. 
they have been playing well. <laughs> but I'm going to go with Josh. Who do, you think, who do you think makes the team? Let me give you three names. Who do you think makes Team Europe first? Sanjin, Alexa, Moritz. Moritz. Who makes Team Europe first? Moritz. Really? Yeah. So Sanjin is in the final of the World A ball. Alexa was in the semifinal of the U.S. Open, or was it the final of the U.S. Open? No, semifinal yeah. of the U.S. Open. Moritz was in the and final of Racks, and Moritz won Jason's event. I love Mar- I love Moritz, but you're saying Rax is the same as the U.S. Open, <laughs> and Rax is the same it's, as, you pronounce that as properly? the World Rax. Is that what you're saying? It's Rax. <laughs> Two X's. Rax. Okay. Is that what you're saying? Rax is the same hey, as the I think US Moritz Open? has a ton of upside. I think we got a taste of him this year. I think he's going to be final eight and most major tournaments over the next couple years. I really do. I love that kid's game. And, you know, look, Sanjin's playing amazing right now. Look at what he did out in Vietnam. Look at what he's doing in Austria. He's winning big matches, matches that I didn't think he was going to win. But he's doing it, and he's doing really well. So maybe this Sanjin. said Rex. 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 Two X's. Rex. <laughs> anyway, okay, my four and five pick. I'm going filler. Kachi. Wait, I want to know who everybody in the chat is thinks out of those three. Who's going to make? Putting the team it up first? there. They're putting it up. But I, I think well, Kachi I proved. Between- I think Kachi proved with the World Eight Ball that he can play pool still, right? That he's not injured to the point where he's not going to be able to compete. And he's how can you argue with Kachi's results this year in ranking events? You cannot argue with the guy. He's played great. Well, the question mark is whether or not he'd be a liability. And, you know, where's his game at on the scale of, like, you know, his 10 out of 10, right? If you're beating there. David in, in, in it, it's there. It's there. Yeah. And given and given your your resume leading into it for the first six months of the year and where I've seen him at today, I'd get him a, I'd get him a jersey, Joe, if it were me. Yeah, I would. I would, I would weigh, I would weigh that body of work. You would pick him because you don't want to get your ass one. No, no, because I'll tell you, you, I don't know that he's the best player for the team of five. Like he doesn't even high in the World Cup of pool, he doesn't even high five his partner. And when I called him out on it, he's like, "Why do I need to do that?" But we've all heard the rumors about him not being a team guy and how well he did gel or didn't gel with with players in in years past, right? But you can't argue form, right? You can't argue form and results. That guy's got both. Yeah. So, um, and but Albin beating Shane when Shane scratches in the shot in the side there at the U.S. Open or whatever. Well, no, in Hanoi. Yeah. Right. Albin better throw uh, Shane some jelly over there. So, because uh, <laughs> he was he was dead to right, son. Yeah. Um, lots of other topics to be discussed in the coming weeks. Obviously, the World Day Ball is uh, or so the World Day Ball World Juniors. And the women's world ten ball are finishing up tomorrow. Yeah, let's think, real well, quick. Just, gonna, can we just talk about like the fight? Like people might not know the eight ball, the world championships, the final tomorrow. Are we going live? Will be six thirty p.m. Uh, local time. Shane Van Boning against Sanjin. And then you want to share your screen? No. <laughs> and then the final, the final of the women's event. Han Yu against Cheska. Uh, so you're gonna have who picked that? Who picked Han Yu and Cheska? Uh, I, I think I did. No, I picked Kelly Fisher. I'm not gonna lie. Which, by the way, Han Yu beat Kelly Fisher nine to two. Wow. And Cheska beats Allison Fisher nine to eight. So 
let's talk about the finals of the junior girls. And you got Sophia Mast in the finals against Jin Yu Hong of Taiwan. And then where are we? This is the final. Which one is this? The under 19 final. What are you going to want to talk? Are you going to talk about three different subjects at once? Or what are we talking about? I'm just going through the different matches yet to be played tomorrow. I thought you said we're going to talk about them. Oh, well, we're kind of talking about it. (laughs) Do you you want to give your expert opinion on the Sophia Mass match? You think she's going to win? The defending champion, I think, is who she's playing against. Sophia is a great story, though. You know, she got picked as a a wild card um, after losing to Kennedy uh, uh, for qualifying for Junior World. So it's a pretty, pretty poetic story. Um, her making it to the finals. She won her I'm, semifinals six be... to two, but her her competitor in the finals won the, their semifinals six to zero. So it's going to be a tough final. Can play. It's going to be it's going to be a good one for sure. Uh, I saw a comment in the chat. I think it was from Gary who had said something about WPA telling juniors not to play matchroom events. I don't think that's necessarily true. Although there are repercussions if you're playing and if you're a junior. So like juniors who are playing let's say U.S. Opens won't be eligible to play in World Championships. So, um, you know, that's just the kind of squash rumors versus facts a little bit. And Adrian Brissat in the under-17 division my man, is playing a player from Indonesia, Darren Asaku Satoris. So, uh, never seen that guy – never seen that kid play before, yeah, by the way. Well, uh, I know we're all pulling for, for Adrian here. Great player. Great young player. So a lot of good matches tomorrow. Make sure to check it out. What is it, uh, Mike? The live stream is Pro Billiard TV at Pro Billiard TV on YouTube. And you can check out uh, the finals tomorrow. Shane Van Boning versus Sanjin Pelevanovic at 6.30 p.m. Austria time. So what is that in American time? Well, let's see. The current time in Austria right now is 6 a.m. And for me, right now, it's 9 p.m. So what is that? Nine hours? So 11, so It's a nine-hour difference. So for you, it's a seven-hour difference. Wait, wait. What time is the finals at, Joe? <laughs> it's 6.30 p.m. Okay. What time is it now? 9 p.m. My time. Oh, there? Over there. Uh, no, no, I don't care what time it is. 6 a.m. 6 a.m. Okay. So 12 and a half hours from now, wherever you're at in the world, <laughs> 12 and a half hours from now is when the finals of the men's event's going to be. Is that so hard, Joe? No. There is you go. So Why are we always dogging time zones anyway? We need to move to the same time know. zone, Melina. Move out to the desert. Come on. Every time I go to every time I go to that time zone, it always just throws me off big time. Yeah. So. All right. Well, hey, this was fun. Right, who do you, when hey, are we getting Ralph on? Uh, so Ralph, I messaged him to come on this weekend. Yeah. I wanted to get him on ahead of the picks again and kind of put a little, put him under the heat, you know, but, uh, I don't think he was feeling that per se. Oh, really? So, uh, oh, he definitely well, won't come on now after watching the Jeremy. I mean, interview. look, when we had, when we had, remember when we had Alex on last year, it kind of got a little, a little dicey. He said some things that I couldn't believe that he said during that interview leading into the picks being announced. It sounds you know? like Ralph so, has already been warned not to come on. Ah <laughs> uh, no, I don't think that. But um, but yeah, I mean, we all listen. We know. 
I, I give Jeremy a hard time, like, you know, egging him on for picks, but I know he's not going to give it, you know. So um, I wouldn't put Ralph on the spot like that per se, but we'd have fun with it, you know, for sure. Um, and in this case, look, we're going to we're gonna have Ralph on hopefully after Wednesday of next week, and then we'll just ask him about, you know, the picks that he did pick, maybe the picks that he didn't pick, um, and maybe he can be a lot more candid and honest about it after the fact. So um, I'm looking forward to that. Also waiting to confirm with the uh, president of the WPA, getting him on for round two. So uh, as soon as I get that time locked in, then we'll, we'll be posting that as well. Yeah, and guys, if you so. didn't catch the interview we did yesterday, I think with Tony Robles, go back and check it out. Great interview. Tony was so much fun. Had a lot of great information on there. So make sure to check it out. Oh, man, the, that Paul. Chase, Chase is talking about that guy, Paul, from the Qatar Open commentary. I need to get that dude on. Is that, that Pepsi? Is that the Pepsi guy? Pepsi, yes. Yes, that dude's epic, man. I know you heard his commentary. Are you it's mocking? Or you really mean that? I really like this commentary. I thought it was – we need more I entertainment. I thought it was great. Cool. What is Jeremy saying in there? Side note, after seeing a flag next to Fetter's name in Hanoi, I felt not so good seeing that white flag next to him in Austria. That's well, true. I think a lot of people felt the same way. Yeah. You know, it's a little – He's murking now. Dude, He's murking. Give him some Give him some respect. <laughs> Stephanie's asking who's coming to Puerto Rico. I don't think they'd let – uh, they might let Joe in the door. I don't think I'll be letting the door. That's for sure. So I doubt we'll be going. But, uh, hey, listen, we appreciate all you guys for hanging out. Joey just got his feelings hurt, me saying that. So um, not really. we appreciate all you guys for hanging out. Hey, check us out on and, Patreon, uh, guys. Patreon.com slash dogging it. And uh, we'll catch you next time.